This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. We have uh, Ted Beatty sitting over here, and we've been talking, and Peggy is, is, is in the audience with us, and, and it's been... Um, who is the other person that was supposed to be here? A, a Mitchell fella. A Mitchell? Right on Woodbury Highway, I believe, supposed to join us today. Bud, Bud's his name. I thought it was Glenn. Glenn, Glenn Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think he's driving? He'll, he'll be driving a, uh, a a truck, and it'll be a Chevrolet truck. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, But it will probably be going so fast that that will be about all you can tell about it. Well, I was going to say, uh, for him to be legal, I hope some of the Murfreesboro police officers are listening so that they can escort him over here at Adams Place. Absolutely. Yeah. I, he has to, it has to be something really important for him to be late. I mean, he's not late over nine out of ten times, exactly. which is really kind of rare. And, and 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 to be here with you, I know he does not want to be late. So yeah, it's definitely something. It is special to grow up with people and know them your whole life, and uh, you have a lot of that. I'm always shocked to see how many people know you. Uh, of course, you, uh, a lot of it goes back to the the the, the shop that you had, but um, you're you're also been a farmer, and a lot of people know you from the church where where you've been a, a pastor for a long time. I've been at Milton. This is my thirtieth year. Oh wow! To be at the Church of Christ at Milton, in one capacity or another. Uh, well, actually, uh, I think I went in August of nineteen eighty nine. For the first time. Wow. You do a great job, too. You you, you were at our church uh, on a fifth Sunday uh, uh, replacing Daryl, who, who was uh, uh, had to be home resting that particular day. But uh, I, I can't replace Daryl. I always enjoy coming to Crescent. Nobody can replace Nobody can him. replace Daryl Lewis. Yeah. Daryl's one of my favorites of all time. Well, I was looking at a, a book, and I was reading it, uh, the one that George DeHoff wrote uh, years ago about his life, and uh, he was coming to the end of his life when, when he wrote it, and caught up and had a lot of great pictures and a lot of great history about churches in uh, Rutherford County, and especially uh, Church of Christ. And I noticed that... Science Hill Church of Christ, where I I went when I was younger, and they're they're rebuilding the church, and and it's going to be out on uh, John Bragg Highway, and been working on it for over two years. But anyway, 
the beginning of the Science Hill Church of Christ was 1832. Wow. Can you imagine? I think there were uh, maybe three churches that began at the very same time, and they were the oldest Church of Christ in Rutherford County. I think the oldest Church of Christ was, uh, is the Rock Springs. Church it was in there. It was yeah, in it there. The, but they was almost, it was the same year that, uh, that, that, that they, they began. It's interesting uh, as the what we call the, the American Restoration mm-hmm. uh, Movement. Uh, a lot of preachers came through and would hold a week or two week meetings in mm-hmm. a community, and churches would start yeah. from that. You know, there would be conversions, and then they would work and, and begin begin a church. So you see, a lot of those churches began in that period of time as these preachers would travel around the country and hold meetings and and start to establish these churches. That was a major part of our communities. In fact. The churches were the heart of the communities uh, back then. Absolutely. And, and I, I don't understand why so many people have just plain stopped going to church because um, the churches, if someone was down on their luck, the churches would always respond to it and, and still do. And it's not just in our communities. They will reach out to to other countries and, and make sure that uh, they get the word the way it should be. And, and churches, you know, have responded and still do, uh, especially to needs within the community and certainly outside of that. But uh, those churches in the community know individuals mm-hmm. of the community and when they're down on their luck. Because what you find uh, very often, Truman, is the people who may be in the greatest need will not ask. Yeah. They they, they, they're, they're, they're very proud. proud. To, they're very proud. Of, so they've run into a health issue uh, or some other issue that has impacted them. Uh, but the churches in the community, uh, people in the community will know and often are able to reach out and, and, and help people uh, who, have a, who have a need. And I think uh, part of what's happened, the, the, the community store is not what it was. Even yeah. when I was young, the communities had stores. And, boy, in the evenings, hot summer days, cold winter days, uh, in the evenings people would gather at the store and, and fellowship and, and spread news and buy things that they needed. And then when we got better roads and better vehicles and we all got a job in town, we started stopping by the the, the store in town on the way home. Yeah. And, and that completely changed. And I... I think uh, in years past, the, the churches, you kind of went to everybody's events and meetings, whether it was of, of your faith group or not. Mm-hmm. You, you might go to the Baptist church, the Methodist church, the Church of Christ, uh, Presbyterian, whatever churches were there. And uh, it was they were big social events. Mm-hmm. And I think as we've gotten more to do, uh, I think we have a crisis of faith. But I think some of the changes in the community are just that... Uh, we are overwhelmed with activities that we didn't have. People knew each other. It was a social event, and that has certainly changed as most of us are glad to be able to get a, get home at some point. And then at home, we have so much more entertainment uh, than we had back then. You know, yeah. uh, they used to laugh. Uh, Brother Willard Collins was at Lipscomb University, which was the Church of Christ-sponsored mm-hmm. college, uh, and he was there over 45 years. And he would laugh and talk about when he first started, he'd have to have two weeks' worth of, meet, of, of lessons because if you went and held a meeting at, at a church, it was a two-week meeting. Instead, he'd drop down to, 
one week worth of lessons. You go to different churches and preach one week. Then it got down to a weekend. He laughed as Dr. Harold Hazlip came in. He said, Harold, you only have to have one lesson because we don't have those long meetings that we used to have. And it's, it has uh, certainly changed as, as our culture yeah. has changed. Well, I was at uh, uh, Janie Waddell also Young's uh, funeral and uh, was invited. Uh, uh, Kim and I were together, my daughter-in-law, and uh, invited to be over at the Young's house to uh, eat. And I, I was so happy to see that things never change when it comes to everybody being together after uh, a, a funeral. And the the Baptist ladies had cooked the best meal that you could ever eat. And I, I was th- I, that made me feel so good because it, it, it brought back the old memories from it. And, and sometimes I think that the uh, people who have deep roots in Rutherford County, they still go to church and they still respond to uh, other people's needs and, and things like that. And, and it, it really did uh, make me feel... Uh, kind of special for all the people that are still um, um, going to watch out for their fellow man. And uh, I just wondered if, if a lot of the people that come here that uh, maybe have never had the opportunity to be in churches like we have, maybe that's part of the equation where they say there's not as many people going to church. The people that I know and have known for years still attend church. And there still are a lot of people who go to church. but And we have some large churches and lots of, of smaller churches. But I think you do have to recognize that our population has grown faster yeah. than our church population. Uh, there was a comedian who said uh, for the rural southern churches, when somebody gets sick, ladies start making casseroles, yeah. you know, just in case. Uh, at Milton, we rebuilt a building close to 15 years ago now and uh, made our existing auditorium into a fellowship hall. And uh, before COVID, especially, we ate together a lot. But uh, the Milton Cemetery is less than a mile down the road. and mm-hmm. We would very often feed families lunch or, or a dinner yeah. uh, after, after an internment. And uh, I think it means a lot to people just to be together, and it's kind of a ministry for us. Our ladies and some of our men yeah. uh, will still cook home-cooked meals, and we'll serve that. And, and not only for members of our church, but members of the community. Or uh, Very often there'll be someone who lives in the Milton Las Cassis community whose family maybe comes in from out of town. So it's a good place for them to come after the burial and, yeah. and to visit. And I think it's, uh, it's just part of being community. And uh, so in, in church, it's not only about faith, but it's about community as well. And I think that's extremely important. And uh, of, of being together, I think it's very interesting. We talk about eating, and uh, in churches we typically eat quite a lot, Truman. Yes. But I think it's very interesting after Jesus's resurrection that some of the disciples did not recognize him until he broke bread with them. Yeah. And they had eaten together, and then they they recognized him. I think there is a significance to to us being together. I, I think it's important. Um, as a family, uh, to, to, to gather around the table and eat. And now, and, and, and again, I'm 
stepping on my own toes with the kids so involved in things and coming and going and with all of the entertainment devices, television, whatever, it's easy for us just to grab food when we can or grab it and sit in, in front of a device rather than talking. And I think it's important when we gather uh, around a meal just to to uh, fellowship, just to talk, to find out what's going on in each other's days. And uh, but that's probably lacking in even in some of our homes as our pace is picked up because, again, with transportation and all of the activities, we're, we're pretty busy. Yeah. And we don't take the time to stop. And uh, I know at Milton, uh, prior to the to the pandemic, uh, we would eat together each Wednesday evening mm-hmm. before our Bible study. Uh, we divided into groups, and, and your group prepared a meal once a month, and then you just came and ate the other three Wednesday nights. And uh, it was very well attended, but it was just a time for us to sit around and talk to each other, and you find out, uh, in a deeper way what's going on in somebody's life than you can just passing or even standing in a parking lot. So it worked out great for us, yeah. and I look forward to that coming back. And We did that, then uh, we try to get Bible study over uh, by about quarter to eight, mm-hmm. and then for uh, we have a lot of young families. They can get home and not have to worry about supper. Then they can get the homework done, come eat, and then go home and be ready to get the kids to bed. And that's worked great, but I think that gathering around a table uh, it's an important thing. It probably leads to a, the length of belt that I have to have, Truman. But uh, I think the fellowship around the meal is important. I notice I can important. see you a lot quicker when you're coming that, in. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I hate to admit it, uh, and I do confess, since this virus has hit, our church is, is outside. And uh, I have a hard time with that. And I have missed church a number of times because that we're not together. I, I love the fellowship in a church. And, and you can still do it some by being outside, but it, it, it's just not the same for me. And uh, I'm one of these people that, unfortunately, when fall hits or spring hits, my allergies just really kick up. But that that's still not an excuse but I, I, I long for everybody to be back together again inside the church. I know biblically it's not the right thing to, to be saying, but I still um, I, I miss that time, and I, and I miss going to church. And to be honest with you, I've got to catch up on my tithing. I'm getting way behind, and, and I, I know you would be very upset with me if I was going to the Milton Church of Christ. We'd already had a conversation. Trip. Yeah, we'd I, have, I, I know. Work I, this out, brother. I know <laughs> that, especially being the man that takes care of our money in the county. Uh, we got a phone call. Caller, welcome aboard with Ted Beatty. Good morning. Good morning. Good how morning, Casey. Yeah, how are you? You all have hit on some. As usual, you all have, on, have hit on some good topic, but when you all are talking about church, I tell you what, I'm like you, Truman, and when there's sickness and church around and you all talking about church, that's, that's, that, that's, without church, I'm lost, Truman, and then, like I said, this virus, so-called, and come in here, and, and I deal, you know, I play a lot of, I, I played a lot of church, I've been doing it for years, and I play out there at Bradley Creek. Yeah. I've been there out there for years and different churches and tomorrow all around. But without church, my week is just off track. Yeah. It, it just, it's just not the same. And like I say, you can't beat good eating at church 
And like you said, too, it was, a lot of people had nerve to say, well, we just sit out in our cars and have church. No, no, no. I got to be inside those four walls. It's not the yeah, same. I'm like you, yeah. And, and you're talking about, you're all talking about good cooking. We was invited to the the first Bradley Creek Church up there you get to before you get to the other one up on the hill. And, oh, you're talking about some good cooking. <laughs> you're talking about some good cooking. They really had the food. But I'm telling you, you know what, though? You all almost say that I'm going to get out there. Other day, I was down at a little store down on Broad Street, and, you know, God people will find God's people. The other day, while I was out there getting my driver's license redone, and I tell you what, some kind of way the conversation got up. We were lined up outside and on the inside, and I said, I'm going to... Why don't we order pizza? Cause we, you know, we had to wait so long and decided to call and somebody said, anybody got a cell phone? And we ordered pizza and the pizza came and I went to pay for it. Somebody already paid for it. And then it just, God just has a way of, you know, doing things. When people, yeah. when, when godly people come together, things will happen unusual. It's, it's just, it's, it's remarkable when love come together in a world like we live in and this, you know, everybody was going on COVID, and they, you know, we, we don't gather, and we don't do this. And without Sunday church, I'm like you, Truman, it just, it just throws, the week is off all the way around. Yeah, it is. It's not the it same. This, this, it's, it's, yeah. it's the best medicine in the world, Casey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't beat Sunday. No. No, nothing will take, can take the place of it. Y'all, I always appreciate y'all, but y'all really hit on it today. Y'all, gentlemen, have a good day. I'm listening. Thank you, Casey. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate you. you too. You too, Casey. I love Casey's conversations. Very good. Well, we're back meeting at Milton. Uh, we are socially distancing in the pews and uh, wearing masks in and out. And when we're socially distanced, uh, they don't always uh, wear masks, but we're trying to be respectful. But just when I came in and, and uh, Aunt Peggy, we, we can't touch today. Well, I've been hugging her for 30 years. And you and, did again this morning. But, but, well, it was a kind of a distance hug there, but we didn't. I don't uh, call that distance hug. Uh, you're just causing trouble, Truman. <laughs> but uh, but th- those are restrictions uh, that we have, and, and I understand that. And, and that fist bump's not the same as a handshake. No, it's not. Uh, but I understand where we are, and I, I don't mind being respectful. But I know that we miss the interaction and the touch mm-hmm. uh, of people, and it has impacted us. In a way, I don't know how you quantify it, but uh, for those of us that are huggers and 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 handshakers, which I fall very much into that category, it is it is difficult not to uh, not to reach out to people. And yeah. uh, again, I, I think it was interesting that uh, Jesus would 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 touch the people, mm-hmm. not only spiritually and emotionally, but physically, that everybody else thought was unclean, uh, the sinners. Uh, the prostitutes, the lepers, and and Jesus reached out to them, and there's that that craving for human interaction, and uh, this has impacted that. And uh, we, you know, we've done things on Zoom, and we do classes on Zoom, and again, we're back together. We're having uh, some limited Sunday school uh, with our young people and our adults, but it's uh, certainly not the the hugging, handshaking fellowship that uh, we've been used to and not only i think do we miss that in the spiritual but just uh i think we miss the the touch the need we are we are created as social beings and then the need to be to be social 
uh, is just an important thing. And, and we're adjusting to that. But for me, it's not quite the same as being able to to uh, express physically affection. And when I when I say that, I mean in a in a friendship type way uh, yeah. that that we're used to. It's very different. I think I think that's one of the things that's really hurt the churches as much as anything else is the expression of love. And, and you know, uh, when, when, when you go to church, that is an expression of love, not only for the people in there, but for God and Jesus. And, and you, you think about it, it's just, it's just not the same. And I cannot, when I get around people, it's hard for me not to hug them because I, I care about those particular people and it makes a big difference. We're going to take a quick break and give Bud Mitchell a little bit of time to get out here and, uh, and, uh, we'll be right back with you. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Why move into a new house and, and leave a home that you already have memories with and, and sentimental value and we can come in and, and whether you want to totally remodel your house or if you just want to update your kitchen and bathroom, we can help with any of those things. So when we decided to redo the playroom, it was obvious. We called Faro Construction. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. Fair Construction Company. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoked wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. At Bud's Tire Pros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential. They're open. They're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Hey, fellas, I want to encourage you to take care of your health. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been tired, grumpy, have lack of motivation and drive, or if you've noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, those could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center will help you determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low T Center's concierge medicine exclusively for men, and now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for 
for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-injected home treatments are just $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Schedule your health assessment now at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, this is Lisa Halliburton with Bell Jewelers. Don't forget about our annual antique show at Bell Jewelers coming up on Thursday, November the 12th. There'll be rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces from all time periods. Whether you purchase anything or not, we invite you to come in and just see this beautiful event. It's a one day only event all day, Thursday, November the 12th. It's at Bell Jewelers, Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots Restaurant. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. General Motors investing nearly $2 billion in its Spring Hill manufacturing plant to make a new line of electric vehicles. The plant will be used to build the Cadillac Lyric, GM's first small electric SUV. Governor Lee is thanking executives, saying the investment will support Tennessee's efforts to become manufacturing leader in the electric vehicle industry. The plant will continue to manufacture two other Cadillac models that have already been in production. There is a new website to go to to get data about the ongoing coronavirus outbreak in Tennessee. COVID19.tn.gov is designed to streamline and simplify some of the most requested coronavirus data. Governor Bill Lee says the site will help Tennesseans make decisions for themselves and their families. Detectives from the Murfreesboro Police Department have been investigating a massive number of retail burglaries. More than $35,000 in merchandise has been stolen from Home Depot, Lowe's, Northern Tool, and Harbor Freight, all fronting Old Fort Parkway, and police have arrested four people they believe responsible. Two of those four arrests are from Woodbury. 34-year-old Robert Cornelison is charged with four counts of theft. His bond was set at $14,000. 39-year-old Sandra Cornelison's bond was set at $10,000. She is facing four counts of theft, along with violation of probation. They both posted bond and have since been released. The two from Murfreesboro are 38-year-old Michael Todd and 33-year-old Shauna Nickens. They're charged with two counts of theft and were both released from the Rutherford County Jail on their own recognizance. Police say you can expect at least three more arrests. News on demand 24-7 at our website, WGNSRadio.com, or follow us on Twitter at WGNSRadio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Adams Place is founded by Dr. Carl E. Adams, a physician and lifelong resident of Middle Tennessee. He and Jenny May had a dream of building a campus concept of life care facilities for older adults. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Discover that senior living is fun. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Hi, Bargain Hunters. Listen up. French's Shoes and Boots is where you need to come for the best brands at the best prices. Boot brands like Justin, Tony Lama, Lucchese, Keen, Thoroughgood, Ariat, and many more. Shoe brands like Merrill, Ariat, Twisted X, and Hey Dude. Clothing by all the name brands, 50 to 70% off. Caps, hats, and accessories all marked down for this once-a-year sale. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. 
Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high in the low 80s. South winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear skies and a low around 59. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 61. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Tim Beatty, and, and we're going to get to uh, his his business as far as taking care of all of our money here in Rutherford County as the trustee. But uh, one thing I wanted to mention to you, because you're in the higher up. Uh, group in the Church of Christ. Uh, how did you let Belmont, a Baptist church, get the uh, uh, debate going on tomorrow night? Uh, I, I would have thought maybe Lipscomb may have gotten that. I don't know. I, I just don't know how that happened. You know, this is, I guess, what the second or third time that Belmont is hosting the I debate. Think, I think I know so. it's at least two, maybe maybe three. Yeah, where where they've done that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're ties to the entertainment industry and all that made that happen, or they applied for that. Belmont is obviously a, a great school. That was a real competition when uh, I was in college mm-hmm. in Lipscomb. Yeah. Uh, we were both, both those schools were still in the NAIA, and both would compete very often for a national championship in the mm-hmm. NAIA. And uh, so the, the games between those two were called the Battle of the Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, as they both were on Belmont Boulevard, mm-hmm. Lipscomb just a little further out, and we would pack those gyms and wow. uh, just, I mean, it would be standing room only to watch those basketball games, and it was a great, great tradition. They've both now moved to the NCAA, and, and things have changed. But uh, It wouldn't be because the ladies are better cooks uh, with the Baptists than they are Church of Christ, because all the Church of Christ ladies that I know were just excellent cooks. And my grandmother used to always uh, want to have the preacher over after church on Sundays to feed the whole family. You know, when I first started preaching, and I would I traveled around and preached as, as, as a young young man, I would, you would fill in for somebody who was out on vacation or out sick or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, or you'd be asked to speak for on a certain occasion. And it was always, uh, in those days, somebody's responsibility to feed the preacher. Mm-hmm. They'd either take you home or they'd take you out to eat. And uh, that has uh, that has really changed. Oh, really? Uh, not that people are not still good to you, but that in those days, I mean, somebody had the assignment pretty much to make sure the preacher got fed. And, and today, uh, you may go out and eat with a group or you may not after you speak somewhere, which is... Uh, which is really unique, but I, I want to share with you. I was uh, I was not speaking. I worked in Hickman County um, in the in the 1980s while I was in college. I did an internship with uh, 
with the Church of Christ there in Centerville. Mm-hmm. Uh, Centerville was a small town, but the church was over 700 members wow. at that time. It was, a, it, was a, it was a large church for that for that community, and we had uh, Camp Maribel. But uh, we had a gentleman come hold a gospel meeting and uh, who had been in that community and preached in a little church in Hickman County called Coble. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget uh, after the opening of the uh, the meeting that he was holding, as, as one of the ministers there at the church, we were all invited out to this couple's house along the creek in Colby. It was a beautiful setting, a creek. that was the road, and, and then the creek right on the other side ran in front of their house. And this house was full of antiques. And I had grown up with early American antiques, but they had European antiques, wow. things I had never seen before. But they had cooked one of the greatest meals and mm-hmm. had made hand desserts and had decorated all of that by hand. I mean, it was obviously they had spent hours preparing for us. You know, that's probably as honored as I ever felt at a place because this, this oh, they were an older couple, and they had just spent a great deal of time uh, to get things ready for us to come into their home, and it was quite an enjoyable day. The food was great, but the hospitality was even was even greater. Do, am I detecting a little bit of unhappiness that maybe the ladies aren't uh, uh, inviting you over enough after church and uh, laying out some of the best food that you can ever eat. I eat at my mother-in-law's almost every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, my wife is one of five children. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, we, we all attend church together. And so uh, we all eat together. So sometimes there's 20, 25, 30 of us. So we eat great every Sunday. So I am, I am cared for every Sunday very, very well. Mm-hmm. But when you when you travel, it is different than it mm-hmm. used to be. Yes. Uh, just, uh, and I'm not sure that it was this. I know in years past when there weren't restaurants, you needed somebody to take you in. And now, you know, you're not that far from a restaurant, so it's not such a big deal. But it's it's just a change in our culture a little bit. I do you know, miss I miss the home meals. I really do. And I'm very fortunate that we, we do that every Sunday as a family. Yeah. When I say every Sunday, out of 52, we'll be there probably at least 40 Sundays a year. Hmm. Uh, it, you know, there'll be some holidays and we might go somewhere else or be out, out of town, but pretty much we're there and, and gather as family and that's a great time. And, and we still eat at home a lot. Uh, my wife cooks quite a lot. The kids are, are still home and so uh, even though it's rushed, we 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 still eat a lot of meals at home, and my wife does a great job, so I I can't complain. You know, I've got to go over to uh, the bank and borrow some money this next week because I've got to pay my taxes on my property, and uh, it, it's it's just it, it's almost more than than I I can afford anymore. Now, how do our taxes? How are they rated? Uh, 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 I know that they they the property is assessed, mm-hmm. and, and uh, of course, thank goodness, um, the value goes up pretty much ever what two years? Four years. Four years. Okay. We're on a four year reappraisal in Rutherford County. Yeah. Now, uh, how when when they get you sent the notice? I believe last week, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. 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 And, and I got it. Um, how is that particular number, uh, um, how, how is that reached by and by whom does that? 
Mr. Rob Mitchell is our assessor of property. His mm-hmm. office uh, does the, the valuations. Again, every four years, mm-hmm. property is valued. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Almost all of those reappraisals, the value goes up. Mm-hmm. But in the Great Recession, we actually had values go down, which was very unusual what for was that? Community. Eight, the, ten years ago? Y- yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, about eight years ago. Yeah. And some values dropped in that between 08 and 12. And that was very that was very unusual. So everybody was asking as property values were dropping, when are you going to reappraise my house? When are you going to reappraise my house? I said, every four years, just like we do when it's going up. Because nobody begs you when it's going up to reappraise their house so they can pay more taxes, but they wanted to, to pay less. But it's, it's every four years. And Tennessee is a proportional state. Now, what does that mean? That's a big, a big word. Mm-hmm. That for residential property, you, the tax rate is applied to 25% of your appraised value. Mm-hmm. Now, where does that have an impact? Well, commercial property, that would be apartments, rental properties, businesses, warehouses, any kind of commercial property. They pay tax. That same rate applies, but it applies to 40% of the value. Wow. So they're actually paying a higher percentage of tax. Commercial properties pay a higher percentage of tax than residential. And then a lot of people don't know this, but businesses also pay a personal property tax. And that's for equipment used in the business. Now, you wouldn't mm-hmm. pay it on inventory, but on trucks, tools, computers, desks, all of those things, there's a personal property tax that uh, business owners turn in every year. Uh, that's assessed on an annual basis, but it is adjusted because the real property doesn't go up, uh, is not reappraised. But anyway, and that's uh, that's assessed at 30%. Mm. So those are taxes that businesses pay that, that a lot of people may not be familiar with. But all of that then is figured, and then our commission sets a tax rate. The end of June, uh, we're on a fiscal year that begins July 1. So typically the last Monday in June, our county commission will adopt a budget and adopt a tax rate mm-hmm. that covers that that budget. And so that's, that's how that's done. We typically will we'll start, it's hard to believe, but in the next couple of months we'll start for the next budget. You know, in January we'll discuss it. Truman, you remember that from your days in oh, the county. Yes. And, and by March we'll be having public hearings, or not public hearings, but we'll be having public meetings uh, about about our budgets and working on that. But then that's how that that is determined, and then a tax rate is set uh, to generate the revenue necessary to fund the budget. And uh, property taxes account for about a third of the revenue for the county. And that's pretty standard across the state of Tennessee. That's including businesses and homes. All, all of the taxes. That would be all of the property taxes, real and personal, commercial and residential, is about 30% or about a third yeah. of the county budget. Uh, the rest of that money would come from sales taxes, from fees, from state government, from federal government, mm-hmm. uh, all of the other uh, sources of revenue. But uh, how that, much money do we get out of sales tax, uh, the county? Truman, I'm, uh, that number I can tell you. The city of Murfreesboro, for the month of September. Uh, no, for the month of August, generated about four point one million dollars mm-hmm. because we just—I just signed that check this morning. Uh, the city of Murphy's, I mean, Rutherford County, will be less than that because the taxes go to the jurisdiction in which they're collected. Yeah. Laverne was about eight hundred 
98,000, I think, and Smyrna was a little over 1.1 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, what has, is interesting in this year where I think going into the budget, we hoped sales tax would be, if we could just have the same sales tax as we had in 2019, we'd be happy. Yeah. But uh, I don't know for this month, but over the past several months, the county portion, now not the whole county, but the county portion of the sales tax has been up double digits, 11 mm-hmm. and 12%. Part of that uh, has to do with uh, people early on, you know, the dollar generals and all of those that are out in the county. Yeah. That money goes to the county. Yeah. And they have been extremely busy. Uh, and also the sales tax on Internet sales, on delivered products, uh, goes to the delivery location. So if I went to, I'll use the term Walmart, in the past, I live in, in the unincorporated part of the county. Mm-hmm. If I'd gone to Walmart in the city of Murfreesboro, that sales tax would have gone to the city. Mm-hmm. But if I order online, since my delivery address is in the county, that sales tax goes to the county portion. Mm-hmm. So I think that has led, as more people have bought online, has led to an increase in uh, sales tax for the county. But ha- the we have a 9.75% sales tax. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting. I was on the phone with a gentleman from Chicago, uh, Cook County, Illinois. He yeah. was actually in a suburb of Chicago, and he was talking about his his property taxes, what they were versus what ours are, and they were they were high. I'll tell you, he said, I live in a 2,200-square-foot house on a quarter-acre lot, and he said, I pay $12,500 a year in property taxes, mm-hmm. which just seems, I don't know how you that's over a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. In my calculator, I don't. I, I hate to face that every day. But what I was surprised was that Chicago had an eleven and a half percent sales tax. Mm. Now it was exempted on food, but that was much higher than I would have thought with, you know, the higher property tax. But ours is nine point seven five. Seven percent of that goes to the state. Two point seven five percent is the local option. Of that, half goes to schools. Half is half, all. Half of the of that goes to schools. Then the other half goes to the jurisdiction uh, where it is collected, uh-huh. and then kind of splits splits out from that. Ours uh, is around eighty percent that goes to the schools as far as the total cost. No, the, of the total cost of county that that's us of the two point seven five. Yeah, the the uh, county operations. Uh, let's see, Amer- Law enforcement, courts, emergency services, and, and schools is about 87% of the county budget. So 75-plus percent of the county budget, 78% is schools yeah. of the total county budget. That's uh, amazing. Is, is schools. That would include debt service on schools and operations and all of that. So that is the largest expense, by obviously, by far uh, to government. Now, Bud is Bud has arrived. He he's just a little bit late. Bud uh, arrived a long time ago. He's just gotten here with us. <laughs> <laughs> Bless your heart. And now his phone's gone off, and uh, it's not us calling this time, Bud. Bud was working hard when we called him a while ago. Yes, he was. He was uh, out sweeping the front of the the, the place. Well, I was just cleaning up. Uh, it looked so bad that. I just put some brakes on. Uh, anyway, I, we're so busy this morning. I I never even thought about that. But I came in really to listen at Tail 
because uh, I've learned a lot just sitting right here now. But part of that uh, uh, property tax on mm-hmm. equipment, uh, it stopped me from buying. <laughs> now, it, it's a big part of ours, you know. That's amazing. Uh, uh, yeah. Like a, just a little old shop like mine's just under a little about a thousand dollars for uh, the equipment. You know what I'm saying? But it mm-hmm. takes it. Yeah. In other words, if you're there and you're going to do it, you better have it. And uh, anyway, that's part of it. And if you don't like it, I guess you can quit or go home or whatever you want to do. But uh, anyway, things got to still roll, and uh, we're trying to keep them rolling. And the people of Rufford County have really been good to us to help us. And and uh, anyway, it just takes a lot to to make the ball turn. You've been good to everybody uh, in Rutherford County, bud. Sometimes I think you're like your daddy. You'll give more away than you will charge anybody, which is amazing. And uh, I was thinking when Ted was uh, talking and explaining a lot of this thing, do you get to exempt your Friday meal that you, you, you cook for Teb? On Fridays, <laughs> do you get to exempt any of that as far no, from I, your taxes? No, I never have. Uh, we were looking at that, how much it costs, but anyway, I never have uh, done that. But it is part of what I'd say would be advertisement or whatever you want to say about it. But uh, I enjoy that enough that I don't care for a pay tax. I mean, or they take it off or not, but. We really have a good time, and I really look forward to uh, Fridays and and just, you know, listening to everybody. And I've learned a lot, but a lot of it I, I'm trying to forget, too. Yeah, let's not repeat <laughs> some of it. <laughs> but, you know, as we were talking about that, and the reason I wanted to point out those, point out those businesses, it's important that we have businesses in our community and that we support them. Yeah. Not uh, because those businesses often, many of our businesses give back. Uh, to nonprofits in our community, they hire uh, our friends and neighbors and family, but they also pay taxes at a higher rate than residencies mm-hmm. do to help support our community. So keeping those businesses strong in our community is important, and we need to support them by buying from them. And we also need to form from a government standpoint uh, that we don't make it so difficult for them to stay in our community uh, and do business. I mean, so we need to be business friendly in, in our regulation and taxation and all of those things, uh, because as Bud said, you have those, those equipment and all of that's necessary. But if it's we create an environment where that's not profitable, yeah. where you can't do that and it works out, then you, you have to you have to do something else. So it's important that we be supportive of that because if you look at the counties in the state of Tennessee that have no business base. Yeah. It is very difficult on them to operate their governments because it just takes a certain amount of revenue to operate. And uh, so doing that smartly is important. But but uh, those businesses really, uh, they help us and bring value to our community. And uh, I'm, I'm always big, having come, as you mentioned earlier, from a, a local business, family business, mm-hmm. being supportive of those businesses in our community that support our community. The loss of a lot of stores. Now, Bud, he he replaced everything there. 
he they had a, a, a big grocery store there, and, and they took care of pretty much the whole east side of, the, of Rutherford County. But um, we have lost a lot of stores in other areas, grocery stores, you might say. Did that affect uh, the county that much when uh, everything started moving inside the city? Well, you know, it, it, it did affect because, we, as we mentioned, the sales tax uh, comes from where, whatever, wherever that store is located. Yeah. But that has, that has significantly, I think, come back with, uh, again, some stores locating the county and, and the way that the uh, revenue from, from delivered sales, Internet sales and mm-hmm. those things is calculated has made a difference. But it goes back to our previous conversation as we kind of started. It has changed the complexion of our communities, yeah. uh, which, is, which is different. Uh, and, and, and it just it, it just is change is inevitable, but it has yeah. changed the complexity because you know we bought groceries at Wilson and Mitchell for years and filled up with Amico gas almost as long as I can remember at the front yeah out front there and yeah. and I can still hear Bud running up and down those stairs because he had hardware on part of the store and then the whole basement was full and. Most people didn't even know it existed underneath. And those old wooden, I don't know how many million times he's run up down those stairs. I'm talking about running, but you can hear him. And right back up those stairs, he would come with almost whatever you needed. Don't mention you needed something because he was going to get you a dollar and give you what you needed. Well, that's one thing I learned from my daddy. He said, you know, if you don't have it, how you going to sell it? You can't sell out of an empty wagon. The one thing I talked about, Teb, was talking about uh, keeping stuff here. One of the things I've really tried to do is buy American-made. Yeah. Uh, And I cannot totally go American-made because when it comes to price, there's people that are just looking for the dollar altogether. And you can't do it uh, uh, with the American-made altogether like that. But uh, I've tried to keep our sales made here and over at the hardware store so much stuff that comes in the little even the little stuff has china on mm. and and there's nothing we can do uh we buy from hg lipscomb out of nashville mostly mm-hmm. but uh they have to do the same thing uh that we're doing they got to buy where you can you know because so many places here that used to make the stuff has gone out of business because of competition from across the water. And uh, anyway... It's uh, changed quite a bit since uh, Trump has been in. It has, and, and it'll trickle on down if we'll stay with it. Yeah. Now, if we just go back to where we were, it's going to be the same thing. And people don't realize how much difference even... Uh, let's just say uh, uh, hinges mm-hmm. have made uh, having them made here instead of China, yeah. and I've seen it changing a little. But if we go back fully to all that, China will have it, yeah. and uh, people need to think about that. I'd rather spend just a little bit more and get it made here. And and that way we're keeping it here. Yeah. Uh, and we better be thinking this way. People don't think this way other than dollars. They add it up in dollars, but they still 
got to pay their neighbors. They got to pay the people that are working. They got to pay every, everybody that's here. And, you know, if it's not made here, they don't have the jobs to, to make money, you know. I've got to the point where I will not buy anything unless it's at a local business. Yeah. I, I will not go to Nashville or anything like that. I can buy cheaper a lot, cheaper sometimes if I go there. But I'm not going to do it because when you support your local businesses, you're you're supporting your neighbors, and, and you, you want them to be able to stay in business. Well, one thing we try we try to do, we are competitive. Yeah. Uh, even with uh, tire discount, test count tires, mm-hmm. all of these people, uh, we're competitive with them. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, you don't make what you want to, but it's still got to be reasonable to keep you in business. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we look at it as as a whole, and it's kind of like the grocery store, which we've been out of the grocery store, uh, I don't know, uh, 17 years or more but we had to have a buy right made us a grocery store and that started back around 60 Mm -hmm. daddy got into that and it kept us competitive with kroger and everybody but now uh you don't have that and uh you know i look at the different things you could do uh it would really be rough to try to go back into the grocery and but i didn't really want to anyway but i love i love the hardware and uh the uh you like you like uh, working over in the meat area too oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> candy spogel she's she's been with me now 17 years she does a great job and she knows it backwards you mm-hmm. could blindfold her and she could still sell and go get it you know but she's done a great job with me and the lord has sent her because she is a blessing to us uh but anyway uh it's been good even over at the hardware store and uh, since the epidemic has started, uh, sales is better because people are fixing stuff at home. They are taking care of things that hadn't been done in years, you know. And that maybe they had time to do it because they are staying home more themselves, you know. Uh, they're trying to fix things that broke down 10 years ago, you know, or more, you know. So really it's, it's, it's helped us as far as the hardware business. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I I can't do anything with my hands. You know that. And I've always had people have to take care of it for me. But I broke the uh, commode seat in my house, and I started to call somebody. And I said, no, I think I can fix that. But I needed a couple of parts, and yeah. I went over to your hardware store, uh-huh. of course. And she saw what I needed, and she said, I know exactly what it is you need. Yeah. She went there, and in, in three or four minutes, I was out the door. Yeah. And it worked. I fixed it. I think it's the first thing I ever fixed in my life. A lot of people don't give her credit because they come in there, a woman saying, well, she, who, can somebody help me? Yeah. She can help you do anything. Yeah. She helped us put a roof on that store back about 20 years ago or so. Maybe been a little bit on that now. But anyway, she she helped us put uh, trusses up there, a tin roof and everything with her daddy. Her daddy did it. Mm-hmm. But she, uh, Candace has got a college degree, but she's got more common sense than any lady that I've seen in many a day. Even more than Kay? Well... <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm I'm scared of Kay, so I, I, no, no, no. She we we you. appreciate you. You always talk about Kay 
glowingly. I mean, I mean, she she, she is the greatest woman that was that was ever on, on this earth. Well, I got, and a, we all agree. Oh my, that uh, what is that banana cake that she makes? Banana bread, banana, banana bread. Yeah. It's out of this world. That's the reason you're saying that. So. <laughs> but anyway, I've got a daughter that uh, she's a worker just like her mama. Yeah, Allison is great, and, and uh, she does a good job, and and um, I'm. Uh, she's up to where I think she's growing up. <laughs> oh, she's, she's special. Doing a, she's she's special. doing a good job with yeah. uh, with the evening over to the hire store. Yeah. You know, you walk in that <sighs> business there that you've got, Bud, at, at Bud's Tire or the hardware store, either one, which is right across the street, and you know you're coming in a place that, that you're loved. And that really makes a big difference. You, 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 I think you charge less than anybody, but if you charge twice as much, I would still go in there because of the not only the reputation that you got, the way you really are. I mean, you guys love everybody that comes in there. Next time you come in, don't you say nothing if the bill's higher than you thought it would be because I, I could, I'm going to start, start dubbing you, it. You're going to see how long you keep yeah. coming in? <laughs> I probably owe that much for y'all. I, I don't know how many times, and, and Tev is one of them, that we go in there and you have something fixed and can't even get a hold of you. And you say, well, uh, drive it for uh, uh, 100,000 miles and we'll see We'll see if it was done correctly. Well, you know, just to wait on people and to meet people yeah. and all like that is, is a, a blessing. Yeah. Uh, people don't realize how much it means to be able to meet the public and to learn people and to really get to know them. And yeah. you do if, you know, you do business. Some of them you don't want to know, but most of them you do want to know. Ninety-five to 99% of people are are nice to wait on. And yeah. you always got that percentage that, that isn't. But I guess they turn around and say, that man's awful gripe at that store. <laughs> hey, I've got a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you know... Were you listening to us earlier? Before you, no, you were out there sweeping. Yeah, I, I okay. hadn't even thought about that, but I've yeah. been so busy this morning. All right, let me ask you a question about Science Hill Church of Christ. Okay. Because I was reading, and, and I mentioned it earlier when Teb and I were talking. When was Science Hill Church of Christ, when was it built, and in, 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 uh, when was it started? Well, church? it was started in 1831, I believe that's right. 32. And, 31, 32, right in there. And uh, anyway, uh, they they built uh, back in what we call the woods, but anyway, it wasn't. And then it was brought out to the road, and uh, you uh, you and I have attended yeah. when it was out at the edge of the road at Wilson Hill Road. Yeah. Uh, and then we moved down to uh, where Science Hill's at now, they give the land forty nine. It was about fifty or so when they built the building, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. And uh, Sunday, this last Sunday night at five o'clock, we met at our new site, and we had uh, we had nearly fifty there. Wow! Uh, we had an hour service right there, and really enjoyed it. And everybody did too. And we stayed long that time you talked. But anyway, we had an hour service, and it was so nice, you know, on on the new road, you know. And uh, we've got enough permits and all that to do everything except for one hang-up with a county, and I, that's awful. It seems like it, it's been going on forever. Two, nearly two years to, to get the paperwork and all 
the approvals and everything. It's impossible, and, yeah. and you just can't believe there's so much red tape. And you know, this is a trouble with with about everything is red tape. Yeah, uh, we about red taped ourselves to death. Uh, it, uh, it's discouraging and all to to try to do things. Yeah. Is there any red tape when we go to eat on Fridays? Uh, uh, it's, it seems like everything is, is right in front of us, everything we need. And uh, I, I don't mind paying the, 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 the $50 a meal. I really don't. Well, it, he, it, you, you just give me the best ideas. And <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put out more. But we really enjoy doing yeah. that. I, I Gary, mean, Gary Brown even comes in. Now, of course, yeah. he spends most of his time down in Florida. Yeah. Of course, that's Roscoe's son. But uh, he comes in. That's the first thing he wants to do is come yeah. out to your place. Uh, anyway, it, it's it's nice for everybody to do that. And yeah. we, we learn a lot and everything. We have a good time. Why is Teb? See, I can see my peripheral vision is great. And I can see him every once in a while looking at his watch. Is that a what? It, what kind of sign is that? Is he? Uh, that means that he's nearly his feet's burning. He's trying to travel. <laughs> well, I just seeing how much time we had left. Oh, is that what it is? That's exactly right. It's not because we're leaving you out of the conversation. A- absolutely a bit. not. I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah. Now, uh, how long do we have? To, now, let's let's put it this way. I like to pay my taxes early. Because I, I want to go ahead. They actually get a, t- a, a tax relief when they pay their taxes before this year's over with, don't they, on their income tax? Well, that depends. Since the tax law has changed the the individual and, and married, the exemption has gone up where it might not be where folks, uh, where it makes sense for them to deduct their property tax because it may be easier to take the standard deduction but yes that it could be deductible uh in the year that you pay it but as far yeah. as the county is concerned uh as as long as you pay it before the first of march by the end of february there's no interest yeah the city of murfreesboro's deadline is the end of the year december 31st yeah well you know one thing i've noticed when I go pay my taxes early, mm-hmm. Teb always goes on vacation. I don't understand that. But he always has a week or two vacation, you know. Is that after you pay the taxes yes, he yes, leaves? Yes, yes, uh-huh. Well, I can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you get the whole eastern half of the county paid there in one shot, it's, it's, it's your work is done. Well, I guess we better. I think we're out of time, and uh, we better go. Plus, I... Uh, I've got a room down the hallway up here. I got to go to in a minute. Okay. All right. Well, well, I've enjoyed, are we going to say bye? I've enjoyed uh, what little time I've been here. I've enjoyed it, and uh, I think we uh, have you, fun. Tab, yeah. We have fun. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at nine. Okay. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.